Welcome, guys. This is the Super Bowl betting episode of the Fantasy Football Sackos. Alex and Jason, we're back and we are ready to dive in for some of our favorite prop bets for this weekend. Uh, stay with us. It's going to be fun. Fresh off the Sacky Awards, we're ready to, to hit you with some gambling. And, uh, you know, it's not going to be over like 10 degrees in Illinois for the next week and a half. Um, so hopefully we're able to warm your hearts with our great betting advice <laughs> and your wallets. Let's go. Welcome to the fantasy football Sackos podcast with your hosts, Jason Shellcross and Alex Krobe. Let's go fantasy football Sackos back for some super soul, super bowl betting odds and props and all the fun things. Um, we're gonna, we're gonna have Alex, yes. we're gonna have Alex steer this episode. Yes. Cause he's, uh, a very rare Alex steering the, the big old boat that's in Tampa Bay. The pirate ship, uh, is taking over this episode with some, some wonderful gambling tidbits. Um, I, it's only because I'm a bigger gambler than you that, that we're doing this. You are clearly much better at driving than I am, but Hey, I'm going to give it my shot. <laughs> Um, just re- just real quick, um, what do you think is going to happen in this game? Because I, the way that I look at betting is you have to bet on what you think is going to happen. So you, I always go into a game with this is what I think is going to happen. And then I bet off of how I feel the game is going to going to happen or, you know, how game script, just everything. I will start off by saying that Tampa Bay has a better DVOA than than the Kansas City Chiefs does. And I have discounted Tampa Bay the entire year. I think it's mentally because I watched them lose the Chicago Bears when Tom Brady forgot how many downs there were. And I just can't <laughs> I can't get that out of my head that there's how are they in the Super Bowl and the Bears like I just can't fathom how that Bears trounced so, them. The Saints trounced them. Tyreek Hill had 200 yards in the first quarter the last time they played. Yes, and they're in the Super and, Bowl. And like I thought, yeah, and I I thought Green Bay was going to destroy them, and it didn't happen. No, although we, I mean we hit pretty much every bet. Um, they just didn't win the game, and Tom Brady didn't look good. Um, so I mean, how do how do you think this is going to play out? So I've thought about this all week and honestly at this point I'm not betting against Tom. I'm not betting against him. I that Chiefs offensive line has one starter from week 1. Yeah. One. That's the that's the killer. I I know. And the defensive line for the Bucks is the strength of that team. Yes, Pat Mahomes yep. is mobile. I don't know yep. how exactly how healthy he is. He looked great, you know, in the last game that they played. Um, But I'm just, I don't know how good Clyde Edwards Alaire is going to be. I don't know if there's going to even, if they're even going to have a running game. So I would, I think Mahomes is going to pass the entire game. The yardage for Mahomes, I would smash all the overs. I think he's going to have to pass because I don't think their offensive line is going to be great at helping the chiefs move the ball. I think the bucks are going to have a much more well-rounded offense. Um, mm-hmm. Because Bruce Arians always likes to call uh first down and 10, a one yard run to Leonard Fournette. Oh, play, it's playoff Lenny. Excuse you. 
first of all. No, I know, but I'm just saying, yeah, but on first down, it's generally a one yard carry up the middle. <laughs> um, so, like, I kind of want to talk about, like, our analysis of the game and then mix in some bets as you kind of bring them up. So, you, you highlight the fact that Kansas City has one offensive lineman. They just lost their left tackle to Achilles injury. And the Tampa Bay Bucks like were sitting on Rogers' head. Like yeah. that's that's how this game's going to play out. Is Ken Mahomes hold off that line? And so yeah. there's a couple different things that are happening, right? So you can't run against them. Or at least I don't think they can. So in inherently you have to take the under Clyde Edwards Alaire and Daryl Williams rushing yards. They're both 30 and a half. As set as the over under. Wow, that's so I, low. I think you. I think you have. To, it is, but like I can't see both of them going over thirty one yards. Now the issue is the the only way the only caveat that I have of that is if their line can't stop them from sitting on Mahomes and they have to run the ball because that's all they can do. Like they can't. Like that that's the only way that those bets happen. Yeah. And and if those like if if they try to establish the run to try, which would shock me. Like I, I don't think they can run on them. Um if that happens, then pretty much everything that I think is going to happen in this game, I think I'm wrong on. But I <laughs> I can't I just can't see that happening. Like 30 and a half yards is super low. But I mean, I, I just don't I don't see both of them going over 30 and a half. I, I'd be surprised by that. Now, when, when you talk about their offensive line, Tampa Bay's sacks total is set at two and a half. So the overs plus 115, um, that's something that I'm interested in. For, for those of you that are not well-versed in betting, uh, when it's plus 115, you bet 100 to win $115. If it's minus 120, you have to bet $120 to win 100. So that's that's what I'm referencing when I, when I'm talking about this. So Tampa Bay sacks two and a half plus one fifteen. Um, I would be shocked if they don't have at least three sacks in Mahomes with how much I think they're going to be throwing. So if they get two and a half because you can have half sacks, is that a push? No, no, it can, it's a full sack. Like just just because two guys like they split a sack, but it's oh, still okay. One I sack. understand. So yeah, he has to get it's, sacked it's three team, times. It, yeah, team. He has to get sacked three times, which I would be shocked if that doesn't happen. Absolutely shocked. Yeah, he's just shifty. The, he's going to throw a lot of balls away. That's fine. He's, he's going to throw a lot of balls away. Three sacks, I guess. I, I, I would not bet against three sacks. I'm with you. Okay. So I, so I like that over. And then the total sacks for the game is four and a half. Um, I, I think Tampa Bay gets at least three, maybe four. Of Mahomes, and that would that would leave you with one for for the Kansas City to hit that. That's plus one twenty. Um, so g- good odds on that as well. Tom Brady's clearly not mobile. Um, he does tend to take more hits when it's in the Super Bowl. I, I don't in his nine Super Bowls that I've watched him play. Well, that's in, how you beat him. He will take a beating. Yep, he will take a beating in this game um, and stand there and take it. So I, I would not be surprised to see him get sacked a couple times. All right. Um, so just from like a, like the, those, those were like bets, the first ones of those bets that yep. you mentioned. Honestly, I really think that the Chiefs have tried to spend the last month just trying to get Clyde Edwards-Alaire healthy. I don't hate the over thirty and a half rushing yards 
but with minus odds at minus one twelve, at least where I'm finding yep. it on DraftKings, I'm not a huge fan. If Correct. it was plus odds, I would. I think I would absolutely take that. But at minus odds, I'm not correct as, as interested. I mean, that's yeah, that's not, one. Not that's super one excited or two about either one of those. That's one or two plays where he gets yep. outside. Daryl absolutely so, under. So thinking about. <laughs> So, so think about, um, think about this. Leonard Fournette, his over under carries is eleven and a half. I, I, th- I think that's an easy over. I, I think that that they're going to try to establish the run, go play action off of it. Uh, eleven and a half carries for Leonard Fournette's minus one twelve. I, I like that. Um, just because he I, I think only that's, had twelve last week against the Packers. And Ronald Jones yeah, is mean, a week I, healthier. Well, two weeks healthier. Okay. It's close. I, I'm just I'm I'm not like hammering that one. I'm just just offering it as a as a as an option for our wonderful listeners. There you go. Now, how about this? Leonard Fournette to have the most rushing yards is plus one seventy five. How do you get plus odds on that? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I would absolutely so I, take that. I would take that for sure. Okay. Like I, I don't see Ronald Jones having more than him and I don't see a chiefs running back having more than him. The only no. way that I, the only way that that doesn't hit is if like Fournette has like 65 yards and like Nicole Hardman breaks off. A I was going to say like reverse run. I was going to say, or Tyreek on an end around, you know, he's going to, they're going to get those plays for sure. Right. So, and I'm, I specifically mentioned McCall Hardman because no, no. his odds, his odds for the longest rush in the game is plus 1200. Really? 1200? So if he breaks a lo- yeah, longest rush. So I'm pretty sure he had the longest rush against the bill in the bills game on that that reverse i would so do, i'm just saying it's something to i would do a very small bet so like, on that i would do a very small bet on that yeah just you know yeah whatever. just a sprinkle yeah like you can you can bet a like a dollar right that's crazy like you you yeah so so plus 1200 longest rush um, kind of intrigued me um, just because I thought that'd be a fun thing where if he broke a long one, you would just be going crazy. <laughs> All right. Other bets. So I, I do think that Kansas, like I've already put money on Kansas city minus three and a half. I, I've talked about, uh, or at least I mentioned it during the Saki our award-winning Saki awards. Uh, episode from last week. Uh, if you haven't listened to it, you should go back and listen to it because it's. I thought it was hilarious. Um, Jason did a great job with with everything. Um, I I have Kansas City minus three and a half. I do think that this game could turn into a blowout. We have not had a blowout Super Bowl in a while. A lot of these Super Bowls have been close, so it might sprinkle a little bit on Kansas City minus nine and a half, which is plus two twenty five. Wow, um, just to. Just to kind of have, you know, if it's if it becomes a blowout, you can like if they win by more 10 or more, it was my thinking on that um, at plus 225. So just just wanted to bring that up. 
Um, they were up 17 right. nothing in the first quarter of the last time that they played on November 29th. Yeah. Like, I, I can see this, see it getting ugly. All right. In Tom Brady's nine Super Bowls, this being his 10th, in the first quarter of those games, his team has scored a total of three points in the first quarter combined. Really? In nine Super Bowls, three points. Wow. That's not good. That's not great. Okay. That's bad. Some would say that's bad. So that's here. I bring that up so that I can make the case for why you should bet a couple things off of this. I tell you that so I can tell you this. That's correct. Kansas City in the first quarter is minus one and a half points and it's plus 110. So if if Tom Brady in his Super Bowls where he's averaging 0.33 points a quarter in the first quarter in his nine Super Bowls. <laughs> if they don't score a point and Tampa and, and Kansas City kicks a field goal minus one and a half hits it's plus 110. Just a consideration. Wow. I will follow that up with Tampa Bay to score in the first quarter. No is plus 190. Wow. Oh, man. They didn't score in the first quarter the last time that they played. I'm just saying that if two months ago, eight weeks, nine weeks. So if if Tom Brady doesn't score in the first quarter, Kansas City gets ahead and Tampa Bay doesn't score. Kansas City minus one and a half first quarter is plus one ten. Tampa Bay to score to not score in the first quarter is plus one ninety. Now I will take that and follow it up with this one. Kansas City to lead after every quarter is plus two fifty. Wow. I'm going to say, I'm saying wow to all of these. If yeah, you think the Chiefs are going to win, if you think the Chiefs are going to win, I then think these are the in, bets. Yeah, those are the bets. I think those are, you, you make all of those bets. I think all of those are virtually slam dunks. I mean, the box score by quarter of their November 29th game, 17 points first quarter. I mean, Tyree Kill. 200 yards. Had 200 yards in the first quarter. He finished with 269 and three scores. Nice. There you go. Um, but they only scored 10 more points the rest of the game. Granted, they were up huge, and I think they only played bench players in the second half. I don't know. No, they no, they didn't. It was a super weird game. They just couldn't score in the red zone. It was Inc- terrible. Incredible fourth quarter. Yeah, Tom made it close. 24, 27-24 final score. Um I they you can't get down 17 points and win this game. So the well they could against Atlanta. Sorry, Falcons fans. <laughs> Unless you're playing the Falcons. <laughs> yeah. Turns out they could be down 25 and still come back. Does and win. the offensive line scare you? Does it not matter? Is it offset by how bad the defensive backs are for the Bucks? I mean, granted, yeah. yep. It does for you. It, granted, it didn't matter for Devontae. It didn't matter. You know, the Packers weren't able to take advantage. 
Yes, that's true. But Rodgers was throwing a bunch of short passes and can't like Kansas City stretches the field and they want they run a lot of those downfield routes. You know, they're sending Tyreek streaking. But and, do you know what you need to make those work? You need yeah, a, you need a line. You need an offensive line because you're doing five to seven step drops on those. Yep. All right. You are you're teeing me like, oh, God, I'm so excited for these. OK, so. Yes, I understand all those points. So what happens when Patrick Mahomes is under pressure under and, pressure, and these wide receivers and Kelsey's operating in the middle and they're they're running down the field? Who does he look for to complete critical passes? Who does Mahomes look for? That's correct. Uh, I mean, he, I feel like invariably always finds either Travis Kelsey or Tyreek. I agree with you, except for when Sammy Watkins is healthy. Oh God. Are you're going to pitch a Sammy Watkins prop bet here? Multiple of them. Yes. No, turn it off. Turn it off. (laughs) If you have enough money instead, hold on. If this is like investing, <laughs> if you're invested in stocks, instead of investing in like 85 stocks, just pick like your 20 or 50, you know, 10 to 20 favorite stocks and don't bother yeah. in those far out ones. This is, I would say the same thing for prop bets, pick out your like 10 to 15 favorite prop bets and don't, don't put money on the Sammy Watkins. Prop bets. <laughs> All right, please, please pitch me Sammy okay. Watkins. All right. So did you do you remember what Sammy Watkins I I can you look this up just to make sure I'm not an idiot here but I'm when Sammy Watkins is healthy oh lord he he goes crazy. Is he so healthy ever he though? Is, he has not played in the playoffs yet for them. So I want to make sure he's playing before before I go on a little rant here. But if you remember back to week 1 last year when Sammy Watkins had like two touchdowns, he had all these catches and everybody picks him up. This year, first week of the season, seven catches, 82 yards, touchdown. Everybody's picking him up. When Sammy Watkins is fully healthy, he is a weapon. So I'm just saying, I have, I have some, some Watkins props for you. His yardage over under is 36 and a half. Not crazy about that. His catches is three and a half. It's plus 107. His first half yardage is 16 and a half yards. His first quarter yardage is eight and a half yards. His 50 yards receiving and a win is plus 225. Um, so, and his most yards from scrimmage prop is plus 2,000. I would put a do- I would put a dollar. I would so I would put 50 cents on that. I'm just saying <laughs> that I don't it, when when Watkins is going berserk on Sunday. He was limited plays. Limited uh, at today's practice uh said that he's optimistic about suiting up for the Super Bowl. He has played in 10 games this season. Uh he had more yeah, than he has. He had more than 2 catches. In exactly half of them. He had two catches or fewer yeah, in the did. other half. So he had what was yeah. the what was the well, yardage over under? 
36 and a half yards. 36, 37 or more yards in one, two, three, four, five, six of 10. Yeah. So I'm just saying that don't be surprised to see because if Mahomes is under pressure and they're doubling Tyreek and they're doubling Kelsey and they're playing a safety over the top to try to contain any other streakers that are going down the field, Watkins is going to be the guy that's operating underneath and that's who Mahomes is going to throw to provided he's playing. So I'm just saying you watch that that's that's my guy on Sunday. I, I love me some Sammy Watkins provided he plays. All right. Back to the Reality. first quarter. Yeah, sorry. Back back to the first quarter. So if we say that the Bucs aren't going to score in the first quarter, the results of Tampa Bay's first drive of being a punt is plus 100. So it's even money. You bet $10, you win $10. Bet 100 you win 100. So I, I'm probably going to be playing probably going to be playing that one as well. Um, just because it kind of goes with with everything that we've talked about. Kansas City to score in every quarter is plus 117. Wow. I don't okay. hate it. I kind of like it. I don't so hate it. I might. Uh, so I might bet it. This is going to be a fun Super Bowl to right. watch, I think. Yeah, it very much could be and or should be. Um, hold on. My computer is apparently not plugged in. This is a high quality <laughs> podcast. <laughs> now, while I'm doing this, I will add that my wife's breast pump uh, unplugged my computer cord, which is sitting right next to me. Um, so I'm blaming my daughter. <laughs> Did you get a low battery notification? <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. I'm really trying to get it. Really trying to get it in here before I just go off the air. <laughs> Welcome to the fantasy football sackos. You'd think this guy, after being on a podcast of like seventy episodes, filming well, remotely I plugged on it a in laptop, and I fr- would plug his computer in before. It <laughs> and see this is why you usually drive because i could get away with you could have gotten away with it 100 percent completely but i couldn't this time it really sucked <laughs> yeah i popped up i was like oh no oh like my, damn, my computer like dimmed down it's like oh son of a yeah come on damn it man um all right Ram random uh random other bets that I kind of like and I'm looking for your opinion on no turnovers in the game no is plus 650 I would not bet that okay. Tom Brady threw a million total inter- against the yep. Packers okay. for no reason total total inter- total interceptions between the two quarterbacks is one and a half at and, what odds? and if you bet the over, it's it's plus one twenty five. I would bet the over. I think I would too. I, I like that definitely more than the no turnovers bet. But plus six fifty is 
really high up there and like you, you could, could see hedge, a clean you game could hedge but... with that and it wouldn't be that expensive yep all right team to commit the most accepted penalty yards okay tampa bay's plus 108 so here's my here's my thing on this they are more likely to commit a long downfield pass interference penalty just because of the fast guys that that Kansas City has. Also, Tampa Bay, like at the beginning of the year, was one of the most penalized teams in football. They were super undisciplined. Um, I can see Mahomes getting a rush, a roughing the passer penalty or like two or three for how much they're going to be hitting. What him. are the odds on the um, Chiefs? Uh, I can look them up, but it's it's uh, they're minus odds. It's minus. It's uh, yeah. I think it's like minus one twenty five. The uh, the Chiefs had the fourth most pet number of penalties in the leagues this year, with one hundred and five. Um, and the Bucks were all the way down with eighty four penalties, middle of the pack. Okay, actually, top uh, the team to top commit the top ten. Go ahead. Uh, te- teams that commit the most penalties, uh, Kansas City's minus one fifty five, and the Bucks are plus one fifteen. So, like that, it, like the the odds do reflect that, but that's not that's not necessarily yardage. So, like I I can see, you know, oh, it's yardage only. Um, yeah, it's it's accepted penalty yards. So the Chiefs had two hundred more yards. Okay, that's fine. I. I mean, at plus 108, I kind of dig it just a little bit for the long down the field pass interference penalty that I think True. the Chiefs are more likely to have to have than, than the Bucks. Bucks so that's, corners are just that, that's brutal. Just, yeah, right. That's that's where I'm going with it. Um, all right. Any ruling on the field being overturned by a coach's challenge? Plus yes odds? is plus one fifteen. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes is one fifteen. So the only way that a coach is going to challenge it, it's going to be a yes bet. Like, like it's going to hit. So that's that's my uh, kind of a weird one. Sorry. Um. All right. Yeah, because you like there's a and it, these are those challenges of challenge? any kind, or is it challenges of penalties? No, no, of of um, well, theoretically, it could be like too many men on the field, but it's just overturning a call on the field. It's not penalties. Okay, so Andy so, Reid has and the, these stats are from 2014, so they're not current. Um, but. He's issued a total of 90 challenges in his 15-year coaching career, then 2014, and half of them were overturned. So, he's not awful at That's it. That's pretty good. He's not awful at it. Bruce, and I they're, no they're not gonna They're not going to lose a timeout. They're, they're not going to lose a timeout in the Super Bowl unless they're very confident, right? So. Right. The like there is a there is a bet on here that's outcome of the first coach's challenge and the bet voids if there's no challenge issued and it's play overturned minus 112 or play stands minus 112. Like I, I feel like that's 
like an easy one where you would bet the overturn, but just, just throwing it out there. All right. More weird ones. Um, will there be any scoring drive to take less time than the singing of the national anthem? And the national anthem, it, the line for that is what, like two minutes, five seconds or so, or so. Maybe it's like, yeah, right like I, I'm just minutes. assuming it's like, yeah. Uh, will there be a scoring drive under two minutes? Will there be a Tyreek Hill bomb? Which could be like a, t- yeah, but it could also be like an interception and then, True. um, you know, not getting a first down and kicking a field goal. What are the like, odds? Is that, that's theoretically possible. So if you say no, will there be any scoring drive to take less time than singing the national anthem? No is plus 250. So I probably dance wow. a little bit on that and hope yeah, there's I not would, a long, like, I'd be shocked. With the plus odds? Two on top yeah. of it? I would absolutely. Right. All these sprinkle. A lot of these are plus odds, and the reason they're plus odds is because you're probably not going to win, but that's why I'm betting all of them, because hopefully I hit enough. All right. You just need one. I just need one. Um, <laughs> all right. Will there be a punt down to inside the five-yard line? Oh, come on. Wow. Uh, I would say no. Is that minus odds? Uh, yeah, that is correct. So any, um, oh, I having a tough time finding it. I know that the yes is plus three thirty. I would say no. I would still say no. There's, I mean, the odds of that happening are slim. Um, I'm gonna bet yes <laughs> that there will be a punt. I gotta light a dollar on fire. I'm gonna watch out of all the shitty nope. bets that you've proposed so far, that's gonna be the one that hits, and I'm gonna get a text on Sunday. Yeah. That's oh, good. Inside the five, cash it. Yep, of course. That would be my luck. Lord. Plus three thirty inside the five. <laughs> all right. Uh time of the last scoring play in the game. In the will okay. it be two f- in in the game? Will it be the two minute and fifteen second marker under? Yes, or the two minute and sixteen minute mark or earlier in the game? Two fifteen or less. Okay, is that minus odds? It is. Yeah, they're both minus one twelve. They're both even um, at minus one twelve. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So I'm assuming you like you're you're looking for like a last second field goal potentially maybe maybe that's Tom like Brady your... game winning drive. Okay. Um, a field goal to be made with zero seconds left on the clock at the end of the game is plus six seventy five. Holy shit! Are you kidding me? Six seventy five. It's very unlikely to happen, but, but if, it could. if it's it very, it's, it's very possible. Seven to one odds. Will a field goal be made with zero seconds left on the clock at the end of the game? Plus six seventy five. Put that's a one dollar bet. 
two dollar, five dollar, <laughs> five dollar bet, seven to one odds. Yeah, ten, I mean, you, you could bet ten dollars to win sixty seven. Um, right. Just throwing that out there. It could be fun. Um, all right. Where, uh, what else do I have here? We're going to we're going to keep going. All right. Um, total Kansas City players to have a reception. The over under seven and a half. And I like the over. Really? It's plus one plus one twenty. That's aggressive. Um, I would like to do a think about how a smidge of think about how many think about how many guys they have to throw to you. So you have Kelsey, you have Watkins, you have Hill, you have Hardman, Sammy Watkins, uh, Sammy Watkins. Let's see, Chiefs here in their last game, they completed passes to seven different players. Well, actually six. Uh, Nick Kaiser had a pass thrown to him. He did not catch it. Okay. Yeah, it's plus odds. Um, just saying, don't be surprised um, to see them spreading the ball out to a lot of people, getting the ball out quick. Well, my thing too, though, it's the Super Bowl. Like, that's where you get the freaking eligible tackle that comes in and gets the fake handoff bloop touchdown. You yep. know, that's that's where you get those who is probably Nick Kaiser. His number is 48, though, so I don't think he is a, a lineman. Um, but uh, 6'4", 250. What a man. That is a ma- that is like a man that is large. Um, there was a bet. I'm trying to find it of uh, he's a backup tight end. Yeah, like like will an offensive lineman score a touchdown? It's like that'd be a fun bet or something like that. Yeah. So you can you can look that up. All right. uh, Total field goals. uh, Three and a half field goals. The over is plus one ten. I hate that line. I wish it was two and a half. Nope. Three and a half. Okay. it's plus one plus one ten. So just throwing that out there. Uh, Patrick Mahomes to throw an interception is plus 135. Okay. So if he's going to be under pressure a lot of the game. um, Under pressure. Then I can see that happening. All right. To score a touchdown and for their team to win the game. Tyree kills. Tyree kills plus 125. Travis Kelsey's plus 120. Like it. And Mike Evans is plus 300. Holy smokes. Plus 300 for Mike Evans. I so if you think I like all of that, those that the Bucks. Yeah, if the Bucks are going to win, then Mike Evans is probably going to score a touchdown. And if Kansas City is going to win, then Hill or Kelsey will probably score a touchdown. So just saying if if you're betting a certain way, those those could be, um, you know, options for you. Uh, Passing for 300 yards and your team wins. Tom Brady plus 325. Holy shit. Yes. Patrick Mahomes is plus 150. I keep cussing because I can't believe the odds on these. Yeah, you're swearing a lot. I just can't believe that, though. What was the what was the Mahomes odds? Plus 150. Okay, see, that's more reasonable. The plus 300 plus for Tom is like, yes, please triple my money. Yeah, it's just it's just weird, right? Because like the Kansas Kansas City money lines minus one fifty nine for them to win, 
And if they win, Mahomes is probably going to have over 300 yards. So, like, why would you not just bet the Mahomes at plus 150 to throw for 300 yards and the team wins? Like, that just makes a lot of sense. Um, all right. Mahomes, two passing touchdowns in the first half is plus 180. Yes, he will. Okay. I, th- I mean, uh, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, this is a some somewhat similar bet to what I uh, hit on Rodgers, but I think Rodgers was 25 and a half when when we talked a couple weeks ago. Uh, pass completions for Patrick Mahomes is 28 and a half and the overs plus 100. So it's even money. He he completed 37. When the last time that they played for 462 yards. Yes. So there you go. Mahomes, 28 and a half completions plus 100. Um, Tom Brady pass attempts is set at 39 and a half. Over. Yeah, it's uh, it's minus 112 either way. Um, I actually think that'll be under. Um, but if they're behind the whole game, then it'll be over. So, you know, j- just kind of depends on what you what you think the game script is, is going to look like. Well, we've established that we think that the Chiefs might score first, which means Tom might throw more. I would agree. And if that's the case, then yeah, it'll, I think it could get ugly. All right. Uh, total receptions for the game. What are we, how are we doing on time here? We're at uh, 35 minutes. 35, 35. We're yeah, cruising. All good. All right. Travis Kelsey receptions is generally set at seven and a half. For this game, it is set at eight and a half and the overs plus 110. Nine catches is a lot. That's um, too many. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets there. But I wouldn't be surprised if he gets there. But it's just too many. the The Bucks are really strong up the middle on defense. Um, yeah, it's the outsides that they're not. It's right. the outsides and the deep ball where they're extremely susceptible. Tyree kills thirteen for two sixty nine and three tutties. It, you know, exemplifies that the last time that they played. Granted, Kelsey had eight for eighty-two, which you know he's not a slouch. Uh, you know, so he's only one 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 catch away, one catch short of that, right? And he's, I mean, he's had seven plus catches in each of the last eight games. I mean, in the playoffs, he's, I think he's basically been ten and a hundred every game. I'm surprised um, that they bumped it up a catch though. Yeah, interesting, right? Like, but if like getting to nine and getting to eight is are very different, but it's plus one ten if you bet the over. Right. His over under for receiving yards is 94 and a half, but it's the over is minus 141 for Travis Kelsey. So I don't know if I love either one of those uh, from an odds perspective. I'd probably bet the catches and not the yards Um, again, just because I think they're going to be running shorter routes and trying to get the ball out quicker. I think Um, I agree. So I just uh, that's that's where I think I fall on that. All right, Tyree Kill, uh, his catches is set at seven and a half. The overs plus 110. Seven and a half? He had 13. Right. So, I mean, his his yardage is 92 and a half. It's minus 125. And even those little quick passes behind the line count as a pass. If he's doing the jet sweeps, they're going to have to get creative, put the ball in his hands. 
uh, if if uh, Mahomes doesn't have time to stand back there and wait for you know progression in routes, um, I I think I would still probably take that over. Yep, I agree. All right, um, f- first half yardage for both of them. Kelsey's forty six and a half, and Tyreek Hill's forty five and a half. Um, over on Hill, I would not bet Kelsey. Okay, it's fine. Yep, the like the it's kind of fun to have half like first half plays and then long game plays too. Um it's one Tyreek Hill play. It's one. It's possible. Yeah, 45 yards is uh, 45 and a half. All right, more more catches bets. Um Mike Evans over under four and a half catches. Oh. I will gladly t- gladly take the over on over four and a half. He had three for 50 the last time that they played. Um, let's see. Against the Packers, Mike Evans had three catches. Um, against the Saints, Mike Evans had... Jeez, where are we? One catch for three yards. Yikes. Not confident in that one. Yeah, so I mean, he had uh, he had six against Washington, um, and then going back to the regular season in reverse order: three, ten, six, three, three, five, six, four, five, two, one, five, seven, two, seven, one. You know, that's like he makes big plays. He's catching touchdowns, but it's not necessarily a lot of uh, uh, a lot of catches. So I don't know, four and a half. I mean, I could see you going either way. Just uh, offering it as as a possible uh McCole Hardman catches is set at two and a half um the over two and a half is plus 115 um if Sammy Watkins doesn't play I think that that this over would be a lock yeah I guess I'll give it to you I mean he is his you know game by game catch numbers are two three and four generally speaking so could happen uh, all right, couple more. Scotty Miller, uh, his catch uh, over under set at one and a half. Really, and the overs plus one thirty. Okay, I like that one more than the McCole Hardman one. I would um, agree. I feel. But like if Antonio, but if Antonio Brown plays, then he's not going to be on the field that much. No, he won't. So, buyer beware on that. If Brown doesn't play, I love that bet. If Brown does play, um, could could be tough. AB practice fully today. Yeah. Um, Leonard Fournette catches is set at three and a half. Lenny. Uh, the over preseason minus... top twelve. Lenny. <laughs> Coulda woulda shoulda. Um, so minus three and a half catch or sorry over three and a half catches is minus one sixty seven. So you got to bet. 167 bucks to win 100 or all right, 17 to win 10. Yep. That that's my favorite bet out of all of these so far. That is my favorite for any of these bucks over under catches or yards. I I feel like that's probably my favorite. You you bet the one bet that has the mo- that you have to pay the most to win the least just for the record. I think that has the I the feel worst like it's odds. baked into the odds. Well, yeah, but you're going to have to pay for it to get it. <laughs> 
Well, so, it's I feel like it's also the most likely to happen. Therefore, baked into the odds. Sorry, let me bet on Scotty Miller, the wide receiver four. <laughs> I know. Hey. Do whatever you want. It's all fun. I like making the money. So when I when I initially uh told you how many prop bets that I came up with earlier, I think I said it was 48. And I um, said and that's I believe, way too damn many. That's true. Uh I got through it in 40 like 43 minutes. That's so. incredible. All right. So you're welcome. You got through there were some other ones that we talked through um prior to pressing record. And uh I'm gonna put you on the spot to pull the odds back up on them. But uh I Uh-oh. do I do like the um we we actually just walked through before hitting record all the previous Super Bowl scores. And we found that oh, yeah. about half the time it's generally low scoring or close scoring in the first half. And so um, I like one of my favorite props going into this is a tie at the, in, at the end of the first half. And then there's plus odds. So you can bet both teams at plus odds to win. And so as long as there's a tie at halftime, it doesn't matter who wins. You're still, in, you're still making money. So that's one of my bets. So what that, are the odds on that? Do you know? Yeah. So, so that's true. Um, I do. So a tie in Kansas City ends up. So a tie at halftime and Kansas City ends up winning the game is plus 1900. I like that. Um, a tie and then the Tampa Bay Buccaneers winning in regulation is plus 2500. Yeah. Now, if there there is a tie tie bet because it's as of halftime and as of the end of the game. Sure. Or sorry, halftime and then full time. So it excludes over regulation. Correct. So a tie tie is plus 7000. That's amazing. Nobody should bet that. <laughs> but I like but that. You though. could because Super Bowls are generally close. We've already talked about how Tom might not be great at scoring in the first half. Maybe it's close. Maybe the offensive line issues yep. for the Chiefs keep the game close and it's a tie going into halftime, even a 0-0 or 3-3, 10-10. And then you get plus yep. odds. Uh, Kansas City at half can Kansas City at halftime and full time is plus 108. Um Buccaneers like at halftime and full time is plus two plus two thirty. Um Bucks at wow. halftime, Kansas City winnings plus five forty. Wow. So, Okay. All right. Um, those are all the props that we like. Now let's get into the ones that really matter. <laughs> so many. Let's get into Tell us the what ones. your favorite is. That I that I the Tywin the Lenny catches Tyree kill yards in the first half. Those I think are some of the ones that I'm going to be sprinkling on. I think the yards for both quarterbacks and the completions are both going to hit the over. Um, I'd rather yeah the for, the four net most rush the four net most rushing yards at plus I like that one as well seems like a great one I would almost rather just um, bet the props Tampa Bay sacks two and a half we didn't even yeah, talk Tampa about Bay the sacks, spread two and a half plus one fifteen we didn't talk about the spread or the over under right this yeah so the spread's currently three um I got it at three and a half unfortunately um unfortunately so. Because it was you bet well, she that, minus I, three and a half. 
And you could have got it at yeah, Chiefs minus correct. three. So I, that's unfortunate. Yeah, so I, I mean, I think it's ridiculous that that's not more, honestly. Um, but, I mean, clearly Vegas knows more than, than I do. Uh, the over-under points is currently at 56. 56? I will probably yeah. take the over on the over-under. Maybe not. Yeah, I get that. I get that, but you know, Super Bowls can be super weird at the beginning. But you also have two team. Well, there's a half two hour break too. There. Kansas City, Kansas City was just there um, last year. Um, not many people from Tampa Bay in their organization have ever played in this game besides Brady. So, uh, and again, Brady doesn't score in the first quarter, so you could be setting yourself at a disadvantage for the total of points if you bet the over and Tampa Bay doesn't score in the first quarter. All right. All right. So now that we talked about those, when I said we're on to the ones that matter, I didn't even mean like still legitimate football related lines or and bets. I met the more oh. obscure ones that we're going to chat about now. Um, and Alex. this is what happens. This is why this is why I did not let Jason drive this podcast because I refuse to let this start this way. This That's is why we're saving until the end. If you're still li- still listening, thank you. But I mean, this is why I did not let this start the pod. These are amazing, Alex. Over under two minutes and three seconds from first to last note of the national anthem. Over uh, under. I don't care. Over is plus a hundred. Under is minus one forty. Can no. you sing the national anthem? <laughs> I'm not going to do that right now. It would be right two minutes no and words. everybody would turn it off <laughs> right now. With no words. Could you sing the national anthem? I could. I, I would like to think that I could, but I'm not going to commit to it because I'm not going to do it right now because nobody wants to listen to me. Come sing. on. Nobody wants to listen. To yes, it. they do. I want to hear this. Everybody, wa- everybody wants to hear it. I can hear the the dozens and dozens of our listeners just chanting. My mom's not even to listening to this anymore. With no- Over under <laughs> six and a half seconds on Listener the word of the year. on the word brave to close the national anthem. Under. Under is plus one fifteen. Who sings the last note? Jamie Sullivan plus one twenty five. Eric Church plus two seventy five. Or both together is minus one eighty. Uh, <laughs> I would assume they'll end at the same time. You'd think that they would both sing it. Will Eric Church wear a leather jacket? Alex, are you an Eric Church fan? No. Oh well. I I don't know a single song. Really? Oh wow, you're missing out. Do you like country? No. Take me to church. Uh, is that no? That's not his song. No, that's Hosier. Um, <laughs> that's not even country music. Oh, um, it's like alt rock. No, I know. Uh, no, I don't think I know an Eric Church song, and no, I'm not a country music fan. All right. Uh, well, as somebody that went to the Eric Church Double Down tour and saw four and a half hours of him live, I don't think that's a long concert. It was. It was the best concert I think I've ever been to. He started singing at like 7.30, 8 o'clock. He didn't get off the stage till midnight. Uh, it was incredible. Wow. It was incredible. And he did it back-to-back nights. 
there was a Friday concert and a Saturday concert, four to five hours back to back nights. I couldn't imagine wow. how that's like, crazy beat up he would be after the second night. Um, but the guy had a leather jacket on damn near the whole time. So I would probably say yes, which is minus 150. <laughs> Although it's Tampa, maybe he doesn't. Maybe he just goes black shirt. I don't know. It's probably warm down there, yeah. You'd think, will any scoring, uh, will any, we already talked about, will any scoring drive take less time than the national anthem? Oh, you got stuff to uh, do. Yeah, the, 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 answer, the answer to that is, is no. There, there will not be a drive faster than the national anthem. So I'm taking the over two minutes. Um, there's just no, there's no way that there's a scoring drive faster than that. And then my last one, Alex, probably our most important line of the night, over under four and a half commercials featuring a dog. Oh, over, over. There's no Budweiser commercials this year either. <laughs> so over, everybody loves dogs. So you think that there are going to be more than four and a half commercials featuring a dog this year? I mean, why not? I mean, it's better than cats, right? Although I do have... um there's two cats in my house. There's no dogs here. Uh, I know you're a dog guy. I'm more Love of a cat dogs. guy because a cat can take care of itself for an extended period of time. Yes, they pee and poo in your house, and but they do it in like a designated area and then they cover it up. Like you can't just leave a dog by them by themselves. I know that's an entirely different conversation. <laughs> yeah, you can. We they can, hold it. Not for like three days. Why would you abandon an animal for three days? <laughs> You can abandon a cat for three days and it doesn't matter. That's all I'm saying. Don't abandon me for three days. Don't abandon anybody for three days. Well. Lord. Yeah, o- over the dog commercials. No Budweiser. I don't think Pepsi's or Pepsi's obviously advertising. By the way, did you know the weekend um, is going to be the Super Bowl halftime show? When I that did. Show? And there are some weekend bets coming up. Oh, great. I can't wait for the weekend. Literally, figuratively, and all things. Our next commercial bet. Will there be a Star Wars commercial? By the way, hold on. Before we wrap up the pups, uh, over four and a half is minus 250 odds and under four and a half puppy commercials is plus 170. For Star Wars, the odds. Yes, there will be a Star Wars commercial plus 150. No, minus 200. Um, do they have a new film coming out? I guess I'm not aware. There's the um, new season of The Mandalorian. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of weird. A side note, uh, have you watched WandaVision? No. Uh, are you like a Marvel guy? Have have you watched the Marvel movies? I've watched, I mean, who isn't? I guess first of all, if you're not, sure. then I don't even know what's wrong with you. Um, but I've watched several of them, many of the different series and the Avengers and all that. But yeah, okay. yes, generally. Yeah. Speaking. WandaVision's. Uh, so they've released four episodes. Um, it's like really dark. Really? Um, yeah. So like, I think I audibly yelled, holy, holy crap um, during one of the scenes. So it's um, very entertaining. So. Uh, let's let's nice go with plug. no on Star Wars, um, just because I don't think they have a movie coming out. And if it was like if it was on ABC, then I would say yes. Um, but because it's on CBS, um, it, not a Disney owned property, I would say no. 
Most of these are available at Bet Online. And our next prop is which coach's nostrils will be the first <laughs> to be seen on the broadcast? Nostrils. Okay. Okay. Sans so, mask. Bruce Arians so, minus two hundred. Andy Reid plus one fifty. No, it's definitely Andy Reid plus one fifty. Ar- yeah, but Arians was like double double masking it the last couple games. Yeah. So. I think you got to go with Andy Reid only for the fact that he's more likely to win the game and take his mask off to talk into the mic after the game. Andy, former windshield wiper Reid. Yeah, and, I'm with you. And the award winner of most likely to use a CPAP machine from last week. That's true. If you have not listened to the Sackies, <laughs> you really need to listen to that. Uh, yeah, plus 150. I'll take that. A sprinkle, a sprinkle on that. So dumb. What color will Patrick Mahomes' headband be? Red? Minus 400. Are, are they wearing red? Are they the home team? No. But I think, I think the Bucks are wearing white. So I think you're right about that, actually. So I think, I mean, I'm assuming he'll go red on red. Uh, other options. Black plus 210. Blue, 300. Gray, 600. Blue. White, 600. Why would he wear a blue one? He must have worn it during the year if it's only plus 300. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. Red. It feels like it feels like it's the obvious choice. Over under one and a half times Roger Goodell is shown during the broadcast. One and a half. Over. Plus 150. Because would that count as a they're showing him and then they cut away and then they cut back to him? Would that count as two? I mean, I'm sure they're going to at least point him out once. Uh, I'll take the over. I like the plus In the stands, maybe twice. Does the post-game award count of the trophy? No, it said during the game. Um, Okay. I would say once per half. Okay. What color jacket will the weekend wear? All of the options are um, plus odds. <laughs> Black, red, blue, uh, white, is purple. Ge- is a jean jacket available? <laughs> no. Is that blue? It's not. I mean, well, it could be that. Yeah, probably, I guess. That's plus 300. Let's go with the blue jean jacket. What if he wears multiple jackets? The weekend performed in a red jacket at both the VMAs and AMAs. So plus 175 on red. Okay. So there you go. Will he wear gloves? Also wore gloves at both the AMAs and VMAs. (laughs) (laughs) Yes is minus 200. No is plus 150. Will he perform with bandages on his head? He wore it as part of his look for his most recent album cycle. Yes, is plus 600. Is he Nelly? Plus 600. No, he was like almost... Why would he wear a bandage on his head? Well, after... Like a, a wrap around his skull? 
I'm very confused. Yeah, like his whole head was bandaged as part of his recent album. If you watch his latest music video, um, he had like significant plastic surgery and or makeup done. Like the guy completely facial rework. Uh, What is the first song of the weekend's halftime performance? Alex, what's your favorite weekend song? And I will tell you the odds. Is that blinding lights? Ooh, I'm blinded by lights. Yeah, it is blinding lights. Yeah, that is plus 175. That's the favorite. That might be the yeah, one. I have a answer. hard time believing he'd lead off with that. Yeah, because. Like, that's the only one that people know, and, like, he wouldn't start with that. I'd be surprised. Yeah, I don't think that'll be the first song. Uh, Will the spread or total of the game be mentioned on the broadcast? No. Mine is 700. Yeah, do is it during the game or does the broadcast include the mentioned pre-game show? on the broadcast? I assume it would include the pre-show. But yeah, the only think... way that that happens is if it's pre-game. I'd I be don't... shocked if they mention it during the game. Jim Jim Nance doesn't do that. No, and neither will Romo. Um, no. Will... no. If it was Collinsworth and Al Michaels, yes, oh, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, speaking of Romo, will he correctly predict an offensive play during the game? Yes. Minus 200. Okay. What color will the Gatorade be? Pour it on the winning coach. Red. Red is orange? plus Red is plus 220. Red is plus 220. Orange is plus 125. Green or yellow plus 350. Purple plus 600. My favorite is clear at plus 625. Blue is plus 700. What's your favorite Gatorade color? Oh, uh, of all time is the is the light blue. Okay. Yeah, I've always been a fruit punch red guy. Okay. Um after the win last year, Andy Reid got soaked in orange Gatorade. So it is the heavy favorite for this season. Okay. That's all I got. You gotta end on the Gatorade, I feel like. For props. I mean, that's how the game ends. So it's only fitting we do. Right. All right. So then before we wrap it up here, let's uh, let's chat about our uh, the, the actual. There's a little bit of newsy stuff. I can't believe uh, that's the greatest drop of all time. Newsy stuff. The drop said it all. There was a trade this week. Matthew Stafford surprising trade traded for Jared Goff a couple first rounds and a third and the Rams got their guy their 33 year old guy for two first round picks yeah for two firsts well you traded away yeah you traded out of the Goff contract that was one of the firsts so uh yeah Got reaction. What do you feel? What do you feel about Stafford in LA? Do you like that offense more? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I texted you um, that Cooper Cup is going to be a top five wide receiver next year. And you said over Robert Woods. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, at least that's how I pictured you saying it. Um, I, um, <laughs> I was I like, how'd you get my voice inflection out of a text message? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I think this spells really terrible news for Cam Akers because the the curse of the Detroit Lions running back will follow Stafford to LA. Um, sorry. So sorry, Cam. No, um, yeah, I, I love it. I, I love it. Um, I mean, we were both high on Stafford coming into the season. Um, he's always shown the propensity to put up huge numbers. Um, and those have been kind of down. They were down this year, but he was on pace for a monster season, uh, in 2019 before he got hurt. Um, Top 10 quarterback in 2019 on a points per game basis. But he's still like, so you you have a good offense. Uh, I think it helps Higby's value. Um, I think Woods and Cup are both very easily wide receiver twos next year, if not higher. Look at us Um, talking fantasy football on a fantasy football podcast. What a new concept. It's been a month or so. Yeah, right. yeah, or longer. Um, I, I I have a hard time not believing that we'll have them ranked exactly where we did this year going into the preseason where I think I had Cup at 11 and you had Woods at, at 12 and I had Woods at like 13. And, and I had Cup, Cup at, at 13. 13 or like, yeah, yeah like, like I, I have a hard time believing that they're not in the exact same spot where we ranked them last year when we get down to it um, in rankings. I would just be shocked if if they're not right there again. I feel like Stafford usually picks a guy and that's his favorite. Like Marvin Jones was always sort of a fringe. Like he'd blow up a week here or there and sort of end as a flexible wide receiver. Um, but there was always a clear cut favorite. I mean, I guess when you have Calvin and then Kenny G, it kind of makes it easy to have right. that guy that that's a favorite. But so it'll be interesting to right. see if who he picks out of Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. I'm thinking this might be Bobby Trees. We'll see. Um, but I guess my real yeah, question I'll be, for I'll, you... I'll, I'll, be, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely be a Cup guy um, just because the receptions seem to always be there when, when he's healthy, which is obviously a caveat. Um, I think it should also not be overlooked that, you know, the Rams don't have a first-round pick for five years at this point. Um True. And they're and they've had cap issues. Um, so they're gonna be very thin in places, um, especially on the defensive side of the ball. They're like, at the number one defense. Have, right. I, I get you're still gonna have Ramsey, you're still gonna have have just the bull Donald in the in the middle, but it's like um I I feel like those are gonna be really high scoring games that they're involved in. Um, which I think only would help their offensive players' fantasy value. Where, preliminarily, would you rank Matt Stafford among QBs going into next season? Top six, top 12, top 15? I think he's top... I mean, I think he's somewhere in the twelve, top 12 range. Um, You know, I... You're going to have Mahomes. You're going to have Lamar up there because of the rushing yards again. You're going to have 
the the thrill ride um, somewhere in the top ten probably. You're gonna have Watson, although depending on what weapons he has, wherever he goes, could be a little iffy. Um, you're gonna have Josh Allen up there. You're gonna have Kyler up there. Yep. Um, yep. I can't see ranking staff. I can't see ranking Stafford ahead of any of them, at least preliminarily. Um, so that already throws you in the seven to seven to twelve range. Um, That's so where yeah, I think he'll probably, settle in. Yeah, for me. somewhere comfortable. Yeah, comfortably in there. That's where I think he'll end up settling in for me. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he's like my number twelve. You know, ten, eleven, twelve. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if he's somewhere in there for me. Um, I like that yeah. offense a lot. I think he makes it better. Uh, I think Cam Akers is a real thing, though. And I think Cam Akers is going to take some scoring opportunities away. The guy is so freaking good. Yeah, it, it'll be fun to see what they do because <clears throat> Stafford's never had a good running game. Um, no, you know, so if if they're able to run play action and do their, you know, do their three wide sets with Higby in there, um, and um, you know, turn around and give the ball to Cam, you know, let's say. 12 to 16 times a game. Um, I mean, Cam Akers is probably a round three guy. Um, maybe back half around two. Holy smokes. Um, I would love yeah, to get him in round three. You'll, you'll probably see, you know, their three skill position players between Woods, Cup, and Akers go... I would say for sure in the top four rounds. Um, so yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be interesting to see also training camp. If there's preseason this year, how sort of that all works out with building a buzz uh, before a lot of people start drafting. If it looks like there's a favorite. Yeah, that's emerging. a good point. Um, yeah. Likewise for Jared Goff, where would you rank him now? Top 10, top 15, top 20. I don't think he's going to be drafted next year. I don't think he will be um, either. Yeah, I, I would be very surprised. Um, Marvin Jones is a free agent. Um, is Galladay a free agent too? Um, I, I don't recall, but I, again, stay with us through the offseason so we can actually get our facts straight because we'll know what we're talking about when we actually prepare. Um, but I, I know Marvin Jones is for sure a free agent. Um, so, I mean, they have Hawkinson and... I mean, if, if Kenny G comes back, then they have him. Galladay is yeah, an no, no unrestricted thanks. free agent in 2021. Hey, hey. I didn't make that up. Um, so, yeah. I, who who would you be throwing the ball to? Like, if they don't bring back either of those wideouts, then he. Man. Yikes. Yeah. Checking it I, down to Swift and, and Hawkinson all day. I was going to say, TJ Hawkinson. Yikes, man. That offense, they have to re-sign Kenny G. But. Yeah, I mean, theoretically, Hawkinson could be a good sleeper, right? If he's going like tight end six. um, Or potentially higher. If he's all they got, then. He finishes tight end four. Wouldn't be surprised to see him be in that range. Yeah. Yeah, but you're still like. You're still taking Kittle over him. You're taking Kelsey over him. You're taking Waller over him. You're probably taking Andrews over him. Um, so that that throws him at five immediately. Um, and so you could make potentially justify Hunter Henry 
um, in that spot. Um, but yeah, yeah. Hawkinson's probably right there at five or six. Um, so today was the first day in other newsy stuff. We're pivoting. Today was the first day. Uh, Alex is a, a a new father, as our loyal listeners know. Um, <laughs> it's true. We this is our first time we well, had. Well, she's like six. She's like six months old now. So true. Not okay. new, but I feel like I'm new. I, I feel, feel like, like in the realm of being a dad, only being six months in is still pretty new. But today was today was the first time we've had to pause mid-show so Alex could tend to his perfect little angel child. Um, it's true. Alex, can you just give us a sack daddy update? Because we yeah, need I'd one. love to. Yeah, so beautiful daughter, she's great. Um, she is just hilarious. Um, my wife went over to somebody's house uh, this evening. Uh, to visit so I was on dad duty while recording and I looked down and she was like screaming so I had to pause um, <laughs> it's gonna be she's starting, it's yeah, gonna she's be starting to tease <laughs> well yeah if you edit this you're right depending on how you edit this you could potentially get some Maggie screams in there because uh. um, like I thought it was fine where I could just like go drop the pacifier in and come back and we could finish um and we started again. I was like, hold on. Um, and she like blood curdled screamed for like four minutes or five oh, minutes. Because no. um, she's teething. So I had to give her a little bit of Tylenol and wait for that to kick in. And yeah, I think our delay was like 35 minutes or something like that. Um, but Through yeah, the I mean, magic a, of television, they will never know. Yeah. Well, a little peek behind the curtain. Um, no, man, being a dad is the greatest thing ever. Um, you just can't like you can't describe it when she's giggling or smiles when she sees you across the room when you get home. Um, it kind of like it just changes your perspective on everything because, um, you know, at some you know at various points in our life, like whatever we're doing is like the most important thing, right? Whether it's working or school, right? Um, or playing sports or you know hanging out with your friends or um, just whatever you know. It and all of a sudden. Like none of it's that important anymore. Um, and so it's not like you lose your drive to do things because like I just started studying for like my securities exam at work um, and different things like that. But like you're just you're so motivated um, to do things to set like your family up, to set her up um, and to do all those things. And, um, you know, saving for retirement, super important to me and always has been. And, um, you know, all you've this betting the, you gotta save for baby's college fund. yeah i was gonna say you cracked the joke about a college fund and we actually got that 529 savings plan thing in the mail today from cheers my to uh my advisor and um things like that so no i mean it's it's obviously life-changing to be a dad um but i mean my wife does so much more. Like I, I literally sent her a text message when she was screaming and I go, I literally <laughs> said, I need you here. Like I need, I need you. Like I can't handle this. And like, I was left alone with a baby for like an hour and a half and all hell broke loose. And my wife does that every day. Like, I don't know how she does it. 
I'm so inadequate. Um, Did you so tell her how lucky you were when she came home and how much you loved her? And thank yeah, her I profusely? Yeah, I just like threw the kid at her and like walked back in here to record. Like I was done. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> and, uh, uh, Alex is yeah. so lucky. Oh, she she doesn't <laughs> listen to this. Um, so uh, yeah, the um, yeah, th- tell your mom how much you love her because moms are just the greatest. Yes, they are. And with that, thank you guys so much for listening. Have an excellent Super Bowl. I'm going to make some freaking amazing food. Um, we got some nachos on the way. Alex, what are you eating during the Super Bowl? We're going to make wings. I don't really like nachos. Is that? A, um, oh, my God. What? Yeah, um, they're just not that good. Like the the chips get soggy in places and the like this like so the spread on them is usually like too concentrated on like you know 40 chips and then there's like 60 chips underneath of it that get nothing and i understand you pull those and scoop um but i'm not like like i don't really like sour cream and i don't like olives and i don't really like peppers and um yeah so i'm just not a nachos guy like sorry so not, so what are you not gonna nachos. have some- some cheese pizza is that bland enough um, for you p- pizza sounds pretty good um big big fan of pizza um maybe we'll make some chicken thighs in the the air fryer um <laughs> chicken thighs wow yeah chicken thighs air fryer so good i strongly recommend that <laughs> um i so i gotta i gotta wake up and travel to ohio next week uh, I, Monday morning at like 4.30 in the morning. Can I just um, ask? Yeah. How many... Do, do you do any grocery shopping or any meal planning? I mean, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> let, let me ask... I asked you that so I could ask well, you, you this. You, you, I mean, so I'm assuming you think the answer to that's a yes. I asked you that so I could ask you this. We're I, we were in the social media page for all of this. Let's read back. This is amazing. When you do meal plan, as a percentage of all of the meals that you physically cook or put effort into, how many of them, as a percentage of of total meals out of a hundred? Involve the air fryer. I have to ask. Um, if I honestly, if I'm planning a meal, uh, I'm going and buying it from somewhere and bringing it home. (laughs) (laughs) You don't even need a kitchen. No, (laughs) no, I don't. That's just a place to put dishes. That's all that is. Pizza, burgers, cheese curds, french fries, Italian beefs. Yeah, just. um, Yeah, I'm I am fat. I am. (laughs) That's not even true. You're a beanpole. No, it is, though. Everybody says that I'm not fat, but it's because I'm six, six. And like, I have like a spare tire around my waist. I just wear it well, but it's like. What I is call the it last my, uh, meal? I call is- it my upper butt. <laughs> <laughs> it like 
it just sits it just sits like right on top of my hips like the back of my hips so i call it the upper butt you, you tell people well you just told people but like you you yeah. knowing you call it the upper butt yeah it's my upper butt oh okay i've yep, never heard that of, term before it's beautiful yeah, there's a lot of a lot of padding up there um so yeah that's what i call it brings all the boys to the yard um now can you think of the last meal that you cooked for your wife and what was it so what was it and when was it um that i intentionally cooked and not like helped her like finish or or anything um it was probably close to two years ago and I had to ask my coworkers for ideas and it was chicken breasts uh, slathered in mayo with bacon <laughs> wrapped around it and I put it in the oven. Uh, well, it sounds good. Was it good? Yeah, it was, it was good. Yeah. Good. Okay. But when's I, I, yeah. Two I, years? Oh yeah. It was a while ago. Maybe I I make a meat I make a good meatloaf. Um, I did make that maybe a couple months ago. Okay, um, but I didn't. She had to get all the ingredients for it. It's not like <laughs> you couldn't go to the store with her. I mean, I work a lot, and okay. like I have to I have to no, talk to you. No judgment, which is very very time consuming sometimes. That's that's fine too. We actually um, we uh, we did not. We we always said that we were going to meal plan and do all this and whatnot. We kind of do here and there. We don't do it as much as we should have. But we started relying on HelloFresh, not a sponsor. Um, and yeah, so we've been using them lately and it's uh, it's pretty good. That stuff's all so expensive. Um, it's like and it's 75 like to 100 bucks for four meals. That's a lot for two people. So it's really like eight servings. That's a lot. Groceries are expensive, though. Did you know groceries? Not were expensive? for no. Yeah, but like you're paying ten dollars, basically paying ten dollars a meal to make it yourself. <laughs> yeah, but you also learn how to cook, which is a yeah, life skill. Ten dollars a life meal at home skill, like. Yeah, but if you just like go to the grocery store and like get some scallops or some steaks, like you're gonna pay less. Do you know? Do you know how much like meat costs? I do, I do. Okay. But like I'm saying, like you're not having that for every meal, though. Like, no, that's true. So ten ten dollars a meal per person at home is that's like an expensive nice meal every like when you're going to do that i agree but we meal plan and do that and whatnot to supplement so yeah but doesn't the company meal plan for you you just like click a button no like we come up with our own meal plans like we have cookbooks and whatnot that we meal plan out of yuck (laughs) (laughs) and on that note back to the social media page this is i don't even know what this time is i'm sorry if this is like a two-hour podcast because uh, we had uh, an adjournment in the middle of it. So who knows? Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Have some nachos. Remember to eat bottom up. 
And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's good for the upper butt. Have a couple brewskis, bet on some meaningless prop bets. How many puppies you're going to watch on TV? Because those are the bets that people remember if you hit. Just wait for Sammy Watkins to go berserk. It'll be so funny. Sammy Watkins. Watkins. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Football Sackos podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the FF Sackos.